0: Welcome to Sex and the City with Drew and
1: Dr. G. ...about health and sex education in today's modern classroom. Get an inside peek into the world of sex education and real-life stories from teachers. Hosted by experienced educators Drew and Dr. G, each episode brings you an open and honest discussion about a range of topics related to health and sex education.
0: Follow us on Spotify podcast on apple or our youtube channel sex ed in the city stay connected we hope to see you soon hey hey. (laughs) we are here together welcome to a live together session of (laughs) sex ed in the city coming to you live from the east village of new york city
1: this legendary space on avenue way <laughs> yeah
0: right legendary uh i'm so excited that me and lola are here with you today
1: this is so weird i can't get yeah. over it
0: <laughs> yeah i also don't know which way to i know we're uh, kind of like uh, <laughs> obviously we're not professionals <laughs> yet we're getting there yeah we're getting there Oh my gosh! Hi.
1: It's good to have you here. You've stayed here a couple times before.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love crushing here. Thanks for, (laughs) thanks for having us. You're
1: always welcome.
0: Yeah. So I'm so excited we're doing this together. I wonder if the vibe's gonna be the same. We should have recorded our whole conversation last night. As
1: I know, that's like effortless, and then we get on like this, and like I get nervous. So. We'll be fine. Okay, cool.
0: Do you have a question for us? I got a
1: question for okay. you. It kind of relates to our topic of the day. Okay. Um, We are both like romantic people. We've been in relationships. Okay. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons you've ever learned from being in a relationship? doesn't have to be romantic, um, but that's what I was thinking of.
0: I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned and I'm still like learning and working on is that a partner especially like in a cis het relationship a man wants to feel needed and wanted and I'm such an independent person that I often don't make the person I'm dating feel like I need them. Because I don't. I don't need a man. I just want someone at times, you know. But I, I recall, it, it. it's a very specific moment that I learned this. I was dating someone that we've been dating for about a year. And he he's 6'10", this person
1: sign me up yeah
0: so he's six ten. so mind you he was staying over for the weekend the night something anyway he was like in the shower or something and I and the light went out and I was like oh shit the light bulb went out and I just went and got my ladder and I was changing the light bulb but he happened to come out when I'm like on the ladder and he's like what are you doing and I was like I'm changing the light bulb he's like why didn't you ask me to help you it would have been so easy for him he literally i mean you know it was like his head was up <laughs> and i was like oh like at no point in time did it even cross my mind to say hey can you help me grab change a light bulb
1: mm.
0: and and that's such it's such a small thing but in that moment like obviously partners and men are good for more than changing light bulbs. Right. And I'm not, I don't want to trivialize it, but in that moment he wanted to be helpful and I didn't give him an avenue even to be helpful.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And and so I, I often think about that because I, I don't like, I'm a person that's mostly single and then there are periods of time where I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person that like always has had relationships. And so I'm super independent. I just, you know, I, I don't have a relationship with, like, my family where I'm, like, calling to check in. Like, I have friends who are like, I'm going to call my parents see what they think of it. I've been on my own since I was 17. I've yeah, never done lot. that. So I, I, when I'm in relationships, if I'm with someone that, rec- that that's comforting to them and that feels good to them, I have to be very conscious of it. Cause i don't do it naturally and it's not like i not think it's not got like any malice of course like why would i check in every day i don't know like <laughs> I, like him and i didn't work out because he would also be like i want to talk like every night can we have more communication and i was like like i don't like i don't know i just talked to you three hours ago like i don't know and some people love that in relationships right and they And they go back and forth all day. Part
1: of their security as well. Yeah.
0: And I'm just not like that. So for me, when I'm in a relationship and dating someone, someone that is like an an uh, anxious attachment style, and I don't work because that then becomes annoying to me. Even in friendships, I've been in a friendship with people that need more out of me. And I'm just like, you're like, I I feel smothered
1: um i feel like we're very similar in in those realms
0: yeah so i think like the biggest lesson is to okay yeah i can be independent but a partner still wants to feel like wanted and needed so i have to think about like how i can do that without losing my independence um and also i've been single for quite some time so like in the next partnership i'm in I'll just that's a discussion and a communication point about how we feel needed in a relationship
1: that's so interesting when you said you your partners want to feel needed I my mind immediately went like to a different place I guess like uh like desired I guess is what I thought you meant like your partner wants to feel desired, but you, the way it's—and I'm sure your partners do as well. Yeah, is that like similar? Well,
0: I'm a very sexual person when yeah. I'm in a relationship, so <laughs> they don't ever question that. <laughs> they bad. don't. Mean That's no. what I'm like I will initiate sex. Oh, I great. will Like I will like so. It's it's not that it's not the sexual piece. It's more like the intimacy, other part of having a partner.
1: Asking for help.
0: Asking for help. Doing things. I'm just so independent. I'm just like. I'm so used to being single, like, la-dee-da, why would I ask someone? Like, it doesn't even cross my mind to ask a person for help. People be like, why? I would have helped you. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't think of it. Like, even last week, I was staying in an Airbnb, and the property manager was like, I'm, like, canning my suitcase, and he's like, do you want me to help you? I'm like, oh, I got it.
1: That thing? <laughs> yeah and then i was <laughs> that 50 pound yeah. stack of bricks
0: like are you sure i was like oh actually yes can you help me
1: it is really a skill right because yeah. we grew up thinking like you should be doing this and like there's this fear of like a- i grew up like with the fear of asking for help i'm still mm. like scared to like express my wants and needs because i always felt like that's too much like getting a coffee or something and asking for like a little something mm. extra it feels like a lot which is really, really? weird yeah
0: so for me, it's like, it's not that it feels weird. I just, it doesn't even cross my mind to mm. ask. I, cause I just, I, you know, I was an only child for so long and I was often by myself and I live alone. So I don't know. I just do it. I just do the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just, and, and it can be to a detriment in relationships mm-hmm. because it's not that I'm being mean or being malicious or not. I guess it. It's not that I'm not thinking of them on purpose. It's just, like, anyone.
1: If you really needed someone, you would ask. But it's yeah. like, I can do this, so yeah. why am I going to bother?
0: Yeah. I don't even think to ask someone. I'm like, okay, I got this is my problem. i got to figure it out. Yeah. I just figure it out.
1: So, yeah. yeah, I think that's a
0: big lesson for me that I've learned. And the next relationship I'm in... Um, I have to think about it with my friendships as well yeah but i think my next like romantic relationship i really it's gonna have to be a, a, a discussion so and that's yeah, yeah you're
1: so self-aware and yeah because people like to help like i'm sure you know how good it feels to like be able to help someone out like the person helping feels mm-hmm. good yeah. we want our partners to feel that way
0: yeah well, I guess if you think of the love languages, if that's like, acts your of thing, service. I hate acts of service. <laughs> like, it's funny cuz one of my good friends is very acts of service, and when we were beginning to be our friendship, she'd be like doing things for me. I'm like, I can do it. Like, I felt like she was like mothering me like I couldn't do something, and it felt smothering. Yeah. She was like, "All right," you know, but it wasn't that. It was like that's just like so like also it has to do with me pausing and being like is this person like mother me or thinking that i can't do something no it's just they're like helping yeah so i also (laughs) have to think about it that way
1: oh my god i know access service is one i definitely feel because i like when it's done to me but it's the hardest for me to do i feel like because it feels like the most (laughs) it's the most work for me it feels like it's like oh my god cleaning something for you like (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my god, are you clean for Ah! That exactly. That's my
1: ultimate act of love. Ultimate. And
0: I what's funny about our relationship, I asked you to help me with my bag.
1: Maybe it's just we're comfortable enough. Yeah,
0: maybe that this just our relationship is just like at that point. Love that. Yeah. Love that for us. Yeah, but I hate acts of service. Doing it and receiving it. <laughs> it's funny, my mom loves the acts of service. My mom does too. That's how she It's a mom. And I, I yeah, when I was young she always does this thing like, ah, you can just help your mother with that. And I would get so annoyed. But I realized she just didn't know how to ask yes, for the help same, and the love. Same. And so now that I know that and I understand that, I I, I try to do that. And I also know that that's how she gives love Yep. because when she was visiting yep, me, yep. she like wanted to clean my whole bathroom. And I'm like, mom, I'm not letting my 70 year old mom like scrub my bathroom, my tub. She's <laughs> like, no, I'm your mother. Just, just let me do it for you. And I was like, okay, feeling horrible. I was feeling so guilty, but she <laughs> loved it. She took everything <laughs> out of my bathroom. She was, I was like, oh my God, I feel like a horrible daughter, but she, it was like her love. So I just, like,
1: it's let it not happen. us. That's not us. Yeah. My mom is the same way. Like, Cooking, planning things like that's very much how she shows love, and mm. she's really good at it. And it gets hard. I know it means a lot when me or my sister or my dad do stuff like that for her. Mm. Yeah, Karen, I'm seeing her this week. Yay! Mm.
0: Um. So tell me, what tell us like what's your like biggest <laughs> lesson?
1: Dear God, mine's pretty generic. The concept of uh. I don't know. I feel like every really... Well, we could compare ourselves Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, I consider myself very similar to you in the way that, like, I don't need somebody. But, like, if somebody's there, yes. Like, but I've, like, kind of consistently been in relationships. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a boyfriend when I got to New York very quickly, broke up, dated another one, broke up, was single for a year, but had already met someone, like, halfway through that and was dating. So I'm kind of like, fuck. Like, I was... I'm kind of like a serial dater and that feels weird but i guess my lesson is like you don't you never have it fucking figured out (laughs) i leave every and that's very generic but i i leave every relation like oh my god all these mistakes i made like i'm not gonna do that again i'm healed or like i know everything i'm gonna be the perfect partner and those patterns always come back Mm -hmm. and i'm like more consciously aware of them but yeah, you you learn something new from every partner and every partner is a new dynamic and it brings something else out. <laughs> but maybe that's just the Taurus like stubbornness in me where I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm good now. I'm going to be the best <laughs> in this fucking relationship. And I'm, yeah, it's humbling. It's also kind of nice. It's like, I'm, I'm not perfect and that's okay. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but I hate that. I want to be perfect. <laughs>
0: I mean, but who's perfect? Nothing's perfect. There's no perfect relationship for per- my per- per- Check in. <laughs> Not with that shell necklace. Yeah. Perfect. Fuck, I forgot to put it on. Good. <laughs> Folks, the shell necklace. If I see it, I'm throwing it away. Um, Yeah, relationships are hard. Now, I do like that as we get older, we become more introspective. Yes. And I'm curious for people that got married or partnered very young and are still with you know, the same partner 20, 30 years, how that plays out. Like, do, I mean, I guess sometimes it doesn't, people get divorced, but like, at what, you know, I would love to talk to some people that are like together and have been together for a long time and like now able to be introspective with your yeah. relationship. Cause I feel like that's the only way you could be happy in one of those long-term relationships. Now, people can be in them, but I mean, like, be happy and feel Fulfilled, ful- filled, uh, yeah. Is to be able to communicate and be introspective.
1: Yeah, and that's... I don't know. I think of these people who marry very young and it's their first person, and, like, I did not have the capacity to do that at that age. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of amazing if people are doing that, and still, to me, it's amazing that they're happy and still together mm-hmm. and, like, figuring it out. Because, like, if I would have married... My first Ugh. partner, when I was what, 24, 20, I don't even know, 21, 20, what a fucking disaster. It was also a girl.
0: Hey! <laughs> 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 One! Thank
1: God, there's no children running around. Oh my Imagine God. my fucking light, I wouldn't be here. I
0: mean, you'd be closeted, you'd probably have a lot of like...
1: Holy shit, it's weird a, to yeah. think about, yeah. Yeah. Sucking dick on the side. <laughs>
0: I mean, I can imagine me marrying my first love. I mean and that's no shade to him. Like if I doubt he listens, but you know, no shade. Um, but like we're very different people and if I would have mar- and he did marry someone we went to high school with. You know, they live Wolf. in our same town, they have their kids, they do this like I would be miserable if I still lived where I grew up. And like I I know I wouldn't have travelled anywhere and I just know the kind of person I would be, which is so not true to my soul. I would just be miserable. And that's, it's again, it's not about him. It's just
1: about me. Is this the person I'm... we talked about before? The one Wait, that you can't she... talk to anymore? Oh, yeah, because of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's making a regular appearance on this pod. <laughs> We're over him. We don't <laughs> like him anymore, we promise. Well, I
0: mean, I'm glad I didn't marry any of my exes. You know?
1: You also don't want to get married.
0: Yeah. True.
1: Which I, I think you really opened mm-hmm. my eyes on that. Just, I mean, that was years ago. When we had our class together just talking mm-hmm. about your perspective of like, I want to be with someone who wants to be with me and not because they feel forced. And if we drift apart or decide we yeah. don't want it, great. I think that's yeah. to me now seems like the healthiest yeah. thing for me.
0: It's funny when I say it to people though, they're like, what? And they automatically go to me not wanting to get married means I don't want to be in a relationship. And I'm like, I don't, I find them completely two different things. Like, Yeah. Marriage is
1: like a, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a legal contract. I don't want anyone telling me how I can break up or when I can break up. And for me, there's no point in doing that. Like I could be in partnership with someone, live together. If we want to have monog, be monogamous. Like I can do all that. I don't need to like have a ceremony. That's so archaic.
1: Yeah. And just rooted in everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) To say like, now I'm going to be faithful or something. Like I don't. Because I guess because I've seen so many married people that aren't faithful, like I'm like, what does this piece honest. of paper yeah. actually yeah. really mean? Like, what it really means is a it's a legal contract. It's a legal financial contract, and there are some benefits folks get right, With like taxes and
1: visiting them if in the hospital. Yeah. yeah,
0: and things like that. But it's not something that I need in my life. I was never that person that like. It's like when I go, at my wedding gonna look like.
1: Okay, so you've remained that way your whole life. You've always kind of been like...
0: Well, I think when I was young, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get married and have kids. Because that's just like... Same, same. What you said and what you... That was what I was supposed to do. Everyone said. Yeah, but then as I've gotten older, I'm I'm like, oh yeah, it's more and more what I don't want. I'm like, whew, glad I didn't do that.
1: I really think it's important... Or I guess I wonder how many people like actually really think about what they want. I just feel like that relationship escalator or this compulsory monogamy, like all these things that you're just so conditioned Mm -hmm. and people just do it and they don't really explore other options or know that there are other ways of living. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I saw myself, as like married with kids. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about New York is there are so many different relationship structures and mm-hmm. the timeline is extended, mm-hmm. right? Like people in their late twenties aren't having babies. They're out getting fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and
0: I think for me, that's one of the hardest parts about not living in New York anymore is because New York is a single city. Like it's fine to be single. You could go out, do it. Yes. It's, like, it's easy And normal to be single here. In other places that I've lived, it's not, and it's like, why are you single? Like there must be something stigma
1: single, yeah, single stigma,
0: (laughs) or like there's just it's just not like yeah easy to be single at a certain age, right? I'm not out here going to the clubs like 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 I was twenty when I was twenty four. Like I don't want to do that, you know. But I would like to go to a nice lounge where there's like a You know, 35 and older crowd, you know? So I just think that, yeah, I've had a hard time in other cities that I've lived because it's just, they're not, the culture isn't for singleness, whereas I feel like New York City is a culture of singleness.
1: Do you feel like Miami is?
0: No, Miami is not. Miami, in my experience of Miami, Miami is a culture of family. Or a culture of tourist. Mm. There is a lot of tourism. So much tourism. So it's not a culture of, in my experience, of like a single, easily to be single city.
1: Can't imagine there's that many in the United States.
0: Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just haven't found the vibe. I could be wrong. But uh, I just haven't experienced that in a way.
1: Have you ever done um, speed dating?
0: No, but I think it'd be fun.
1: I have two friends who have done it recently, and they one had a, like one is gay and had like he said it was great. He met a bunch of people. He said like there was like a little circle rotation. The other one is I don't know their sexuality, but they were like they filled out a survey first, so they were matched with certain people, and then they got to talk uh, to them. I was like that's fascinating, and there's so many in New York. I'm sure there's so many in yeah, Miami. I think it would
0: be so funny.
1: Nerve. And- I would be so nervous. Oh
0: yes, totally nervous. I I'm not good at small chat.
1: I can well, see, see you feel thing. like, hi!
0: <coughs> yeah. Hi, Rachel. But you know what? I think it will be easier for me. Like, I don't do well, like, talking bars. You know talking bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you go, everyone standing talking to strangers. I fucking hate that. I don't know what to say. I hate it. <laughs> hate, 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 hate. But speed dating is like an assignment. There's no pressure because you were forced to talk to this person. And I can talk to anyone. I can talk to you for three minutes because there's no, like, I don't know. I feel like I might have an easier time with that hmm. because it's like now you rotate, you got three minutes, and there's no pressure to continue talking after yeah. three minutes. Yeah, I feel like that might be feel better to me because it's like a. There's
1: a, a finite mind. beginning and end. Yeah,
0: there's a beginning, there's an end, and there's no choice. Because my issue is like rejection.
1: Mm, isn't it all of us?
0: So uh, no one's rejecting me. We all just got to talk, and then maybe they want to hang True. out. Maybe not. It's like we don't have to look into each other's faces and be like, "On one, two, three, do you like me?" You know, there's none of that. <laughs> um, so I think it might be easy. Like, also, I think it would just be funny. Like, I don't know. There's certain friends I don't know if I could go with because I think we'd be laughing the whole time. Oh my god! Like, I think I couldn't go with my sister because we would just be make it, like we'd be dying because yeah, across the room everyone. just like spying each other yeah like, i can't even, <laughs> even make eye contact
1: probably what if you both love are the same mans
0: well, we don't have the same type okay like the same things <laughs> mm, that would never there's happen.
1: never that never happened in your childhood or anything
0: no we're too far apart we're seven years apart and we just
1: there in the middle yeah happened. but
0: me and my sister are so different We have
1: lived apart too
0: yeah see yeah me and my sister are so different Like our interests, our likes. Like I, we always say, like if we weren't sisters, we wouldn't be friends. Like we wouldn't ever cross paths. Like Mm -hmm. we're just so different, so we don't ever like the same kind of guys. So funny. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good you're not fighting over men, because no one should fight over a man ever.
0: Yeah, I've only (laughs) ever had one fight over a guy, and it was like friendship ending, and it was stupid because it was a one night stand. I was like, we're fighting. I was like, how did this become the never ending one night stand, and now I lost a friend about it. So stupid. Men.
1: Of. Fucking men.
0: Yeah. Liter. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Relationships Yeah.
1: I remember when we it's really interesting too, because I mean we do a lot with relationship. I don't know. You talked about like building a relationship education mm-hmm. curriculum. And I think I don't know, I wrestle with that all the time, just like making my sex ed unit more just about relationships because I feel like you can touch on all the other stuff within the context of relationships mm-hmm. and if we're not teaching about relationships it feels like we're doing them a disservice because they aren't all going to be romantic and I think yeah. that's important to acknowledge but like everybody has some sort of like platonic familial work relationship they need to know how to communicate yeah. like make decisions, set boundaries yeah. so crucial
0: yeah and all these skills are transferable between relationship types if you're a good communicator you can you in you know you can use that in whatever kind of relationships you know it's yeah it's gonna be slightly different there's gonna be different feelings attached to it but yeah the skill is the skill and we need that we are not we are lacking
1: i feel yeah it's an interesting take because if you're on like grinder like dating apps people are like intentionally like cold is Kurt the word maybe not Kurt but just like cold and like like distant or trying to be like hard to get almost and I'm like even if I'm hooking up with you like I expect like direct communication I feel like that's like a respect thing mm. right for some reason people think like you're a hookup like you, they don't re- deserve the same respect or you get to treat them like shit or they don't you don't owe that person something and that always really confuses me mm. it's like you're less than so, yeah, I used to have a fuck buddy, and, like, he, like, didn't communicate well, and I had to, like... He's like, I'm not gonna add you on Instagram, because we're just hooking up. I'm like, fine. That's okay. But, like, if you're gonna be late, or if you're gonna, like, not answer for a bit, like, we're in a relationship.
0: Yeah. It's just
1: physical. But, like, yeah. you owe me communication. Okay. Fucking once a week. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I I guess... And maybe that's too much to ask, I guess. Mm. But I feel like... I appreciate direct communication.
0: Yeah. I've always struggled with communication as it pertains to, like, romantic relationships. Like... Like, when I was younger, I would not tell people how I felt. People would hurt me. I would not even let them know they hurt me. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I couldn't let them know they hurt me. And... I mean... To the point where, like, I was sexually assaulted when I was in college, and I would see the person, and I would make jokes about it like it was nothing, because I could not let that person know that they hurt me. That is wild.
1: What was, like, the thing that you didn't want them to feel like they did something wrong? they had
0: power Mm. over me, or they had controlled me, or they caused me any type of emotional sadness like I saw them a couple times after that and well, I remember they were like well we're not going to have happen what happened last time or something like that like you know and it took years for me even to it, like tell someone that was actually sexual assault and to like work through that Yeah, because I was so I could not allow someone to know that they had caused me any kind of pain and in rela- I couldn't even say, like, in relationships, like, if someone had to cancel, I couldn't even say, wow, I'm really bummed. I wanted to, I was excited to see you. I would just be like, okay. And sit in my pain.
1: That's <laughs> another thing we <laughs> learn. Wild. Yeah, we learned that as a child, yeah? I feel like.
0: It- well, exactly.
1: And then it's like, it's so hard to break out of that. You're, yeah, and just allowing ourselves to be able to do that it's what we tell the kids all the time it's like you're allowed to feel these feelings these feelings are not Mm -hmm. bad like it's okay to express a quote-unquote negative emotion it's healthier to express it just how you express it i think is important
0: yeah like like i think about my college boyfriend who was definitely i don't want to say he was abusive But he definitely did some emotional things that were really fucked
1: up. Manipulative?
0: Not manipulative. Just, yeah. I don't want to say he was. I don't know. He would just say and do things that would hurt me so bad to my core, mm. and I never let anyone know there was pain. I would sit there, straight face, act like it's fine. I'd be dying
1: inside. Did he that. know? No. Hit it from him.
0: Hit it from him. And so he obviously kept doing fucked up shit because I acted like nothing, you know, and not that it was okay. I don't want to condone the things he would do, but I never once said, wow, that really hurt my feelings or that's fucked up. Like in other situations, people would cry. People would get mad. People would react, show some emotion. and I would just be like, Bong. nothing.
1: I did that a lot, but mine was mine stems from conflict avoidance. Like, it was very, like, if I express a negative emotion, then there's going to be conflict, and I don't want that. Not understanding that conflict can be... Conflict is healthy. Yeah. Healthy conflict.
0: No, mine was all about vulnerability. Can't let someone see me vulnerable.
1: You've worked on that a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, the fact that people have seen me cry. Like, I would not... mm, Yeah. Have I seen... Yeah, I I feel like you've seen me... Yeah, you've seen me cry. Not, like, ugly cry, but you've seen tears (laughs) in my eyes. Um... Yeah, but I think that that stems a lot from childhood, right? Being told, I was always told I'm too sensitive. Always. I was always told I was too sensitive. And I was always told that, like, that feeling didn't matter.
1: Shove it down.
0: Yeah, shove it down. Why are you crying? You have nothing to cry about. I'll give you something to cry crying
1: about. Crying is bad.
0: Yeah, I'll give you something to cry about.
1: Oh my god. Like. I know, that, and that sticks with you so hard, yeah. too. Teaching yourself to let yourself, we talked about this yeah. in one of our episodes recently, just to yeah. let yourself cry. <laughs> yeah, such a big deal.
0: Yeah, and there was so much like in therapy. I was, you know, I just got a new therapist, so Mm. Yeah, got to start over with the whole story. That's but, hard. Um, yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but I had to do, you know, it was we did a whole like family tree so she could kind of like see my okay. world. Oh, that's nice. And yet, in a little thing, we were talking about a few things, and she was like, wow, it sounds like there was a lot of chaos you're growing up a lot of instability and like yes a thousand percent and i wasn't allowed any feelings about that so my like coping mechanism was like i'm strong no one can hurt me there is nothing wrong even though around me was utter it was unsafe it was violent it was drugs it was like utter like you know whatever um but that's how i learned to like I had to, right? Yeah, it, was, it was That was my survival. Yeah. I had to survive that. I had to be like... And so for me, it's like doing the work of, okay, like, that wasn't bad. That served me. Yeah. But that isn't serving me anymore. <laughs> like, the brick wall of no vulnerability does not serve me anymore. It just disconnects me from people. But it's so ingrained, I don't even realize it's happening.
1: Cause we, yeah, we used to use it for survival, and we thought it was a strength. We thought it was the yeah. right thing to do. Like, this is what I should be doing. Yeah. It's exactly the opposite. <laughs> right? Yeah. And,
0: and it's so ingrained, they don't even realize it. I remember I was yeah. dating someone when I lived in California for, like, six months. Dating, like, a couple times a week. Like, we were, I wouldn't say we were, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, but we were, like, whatever the step before that is, I don't know. But I remember we were... <clears throat> at the time I lived in Long Beach and we happened to drive to Huntington Beach mm. and I was like oh my sister lives down that road and he looked at me he was like you have a sister that lives here And I was like yeah he was like we've been dating for six months I didn't had no idea that you had a sister living in California and I was like "Oh," and it wasn't something that I deliberately didn't tell him but it was just me like not being vulnerable to even let Like I just (laughs) and like I wouldn't think about like and he yeah he broke up with me he was like I can't he like he's like you won't open up damn and you have a sister I didn't even know about like what is the point of this and I was like
1: so you felt like that was a vulnerability thing versus like this guy isn't going to be long term I'm just not going to share shit with him
0: yeah I don't know what, because I didn't I wasn't like ooh keeping it a secret but I that's what I'm saying like it was so having my walls up. Was so intense I didn't even realize it. And it happens still now that I don't realize that I'm not being vulnerable. I'm like, oh. Oops.
1: (laughs) Vulnerability's hard and it feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's like very much a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I still feel like myself pulling away from that sometimes. It's like, nope, try and lean into it. But yeah, it still feels uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: And it takes me a long time. And it's not that I can't be vulnerable. Yeah. Because there are specific people I'm vulnerable with, and there's specific people I'm vulnerable about specific things. Yes. Right? Um, Like, you and I, like, I'm very vulnerable with you. Yeah, for sure. Like, you and I have talked about so much stuff, like, with my my sisters, right? Um, And I have a couple other friends, but then I have other friends that I struggle with being vulnerable with. People that have known me for years. And... Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're not meant to be vulnerable with everyone either. Yeah, right. The like friend group, I don't know. I'm ve- I'm very. I think I have a large network, but like very small people that I like really trust and really am intimate with. Yeah. Okay, I have my party friends, I have people I can get to. Like, yeah, it's hard sometimes to navigate that. And I think we feel a pressure to be vulnerable with, or that like, we should have lots of friends, but like, fuck that yeah it's hard enough being intimate with one
0: person yeah for <laughs> real and just you know i think about what dr floyd was talking about last time about like
1: yes I don't know what you're gonna say
0: being vulnerable is like giving people a yes. blueprint to hurt you and yep. i really felt that and i i don't want to equalize my experience to black men at all and i feel like that all that just it resonated a yeah. lot because just thinking about my past and like especially with men right and i mean i can psych like, i know where that comes from my dad the dad the father thing you know blah 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 but um it's very it's something so hard it's like so much of it is so just ingrained that i don't even realize i'm doing it
1: you're but you are aware is the thing like there's so many people i feel like i know or at least i grew up with that don't understand that they're not able to be vulnerable that they're not being vulnerable Mm -hmm. or that vulnerability is important just like this surface level Mm -hmm. relationship i mean i was that was so me until being gay and like coming out and like Mm -hmm. learning all that but like yeah it's such a strength to be able to do that Mm -hmm. it's really hard it's Hard when people aren't aware of it, and you're mm-hmm. like trying, and it's you're not getting there. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't know. Then you stop trying to be vulnerable with them yeah. if they're not willing to go there.
0: Exactly. And you know, I um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. I think I make it very difficult for people to get my testing them, and I. It's not that I, I don't. It's not a test. I just people have to like really want to be be in a relationship to me for me to be vulnerable i dated someone once and he oh to this day like we talk every now and then he'll be like you're a cold piece of work because i make it i make it hard maybe not even on purpose or maybe it's subconscious Mm. to be vulnerable with me and um and that's also like a defense mechanism right like you have to really like want it. I make it so hard. I always say I'm like like an MM. I have a hard candy shell, but I'm sweet <laughs> in the middle. But you'll be <laughs> you can't just get to the middle. You know, like I, I make it hard. But once I trust someone, then I'll tell them the things. Stakes but I don't make bit. it easy. I do not make it easy.
1: Mm. I guess our relationship has just progressed so naturally over mm-hmm. the years that it's, I've never felt like you've been that way. Mm-hmm. But I guess in the beginning as well, like, I was like, we met in class yeah. and I wasn't expecting to become besties with you, you Yeah, know? Well, just also, like the
0: program, how we met. Yeah. And also, we're not sleeping together. There's no chance of us sleeping together. There is no chance of us being romantically involved. And for me, that's a big thing. Mm. I have a lot of... M- male friends in my life that i'm close with but there's no sex no romance like nothing yeah i can do a male friendship very easily i'm drawn to friends with men gay straight by you know pan whatever the, se- the orientation as long as there's like not a possibility of us having sex right but when it comes to vulnerability with people that there is that level of like romantic mm. sexual relationship that's when i get all weird <laughs> weird <laughs> i get all weird of a girl that just comes from trauma and pain right mm. of like historical whereas like i've some of my best friends in my life have been men only and only one of them i've ever slept with and he is someone that i'm not vulnerable with and i'm sure he would love it if i was more vulnerable i know he would but I it's like I can't do both
1: interesting I can't do both I yeah it's so interesting about the gender friendship thing because I feel the same with women like I've always like felt safer and just been like sillier and I think more myself with girls and I don't know if I know why other than maybe they just made me feel safer Uh than like straight men that I grew up with not discounting any of my straight friends I grew (laughs) up with I love them but like like in college on the track team like I've always... I've never even had a male roommate except in college. Like, New York, it's always been women. Never lived with a partner. Yeah, I love women.
0: But how much is that, like, gendered expectations of relationships, right? Like, I... What I think in, like, the straight relationship world is that straight men are not allowed by society to be vulnerable in certain ways with their other male friends, with their... Right, so their relationship, their romantic relationship, often comes the place where they can express vulnerability.
1: If they get there, yeah. Yeah, if
0: they get there, right. So, if for straight men dating me, ooh, you're that, their It's like two. It's like two men not being vulnerable. It's like two people not being <laughs> vulnerable. How is that going to progress? Right. So I think that when I've dated, there, that's been. The problem is that the men that I've dated have been wanting vulnerability in their relationship because that's the only place they can get it. And I haven't been able to offer them that. So we've lost connection.
1: Damn.
0: You know what I mean? And I, I mean, listen, I, I, I can think of every relationship that I've had and I can tell you that's exactly the thing. And so I wonder if that's why you have felt more comfortable with, you know, have been more vulnerable with women friends because of the gendered nature of vulnerability of relationships and how men are typically socialized. Mm. You know,
1: that's a really good question. I'll have to think about that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've always felt safe with women. I don't know. And I, it's odd too, cause I don't think I have like in New York, most of my friends are, are gay men. Mm. I miss having women in my life. Like, I really love when you're here. I, I saw, like, our friend from college this summer, my friend Trina. My friend Gina lives in Arizona. I need more women in my life. It's, like, also hard to, like, make girlfriends, mm-hmm. I guess. The people at my school, we did a teacher happy, did I tell you I went to a teacher happy hour no. with them? <laughs> However, <laughs> it was actually kind of nice. Yeah. They do one, like, every Friday, and I'm always, I'm in this big group thread and i was just like oh my i'm usually like no i want to go home yeah but i went and it was nice i forget they're like really nice people and i yeah. should make more of an effort
0: yeah i don't like drinking with people i work with <laughs> i don't want to see like <laughs> i don't want to see my co-workers sloppy I'm, and i'm like oh god this is annoying um i uh yeah i think Just being, I I I miss male friends because I used to have. I I, you know it's easy to for me to be friends with gay men. And I also miss like having like straight male friends Mm -hmm. because not always, but sometimes there's like an energy difference. You know what I mean, like, and I can't really. It's harder to be. For me to be friends with straight men, because there's always this undertone of does someone want to fuck someone, yeah. or if someone has a girlfriend, there's like a jealousy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like for example, uh, me and Gaetano, who are really good friends at work, you know, and there was no romance, no sexual tension like nothing like between us we were really good friends like i loved hanging out with him at work he was like my work buddy yeah but there was like people always thought that we were like sleeping together and i was like just no. always the
1: assumption yeah and can't just and, be friends yeah i
0: mean and i can't speak for him but i never felt that way like i think i felt like we were just friends like and i miss like when i was in high school it was me my best friend alta and a bunch of guys and that was our friend group and then in college, it was, this, it was very similar. Like, I had two different friend groups, and one of them was me, my friend Darcy, and a bunch of guys. And so that was, like, a common, like, scheme for me, and, mm-hmm. and I miss having... I, I like hanging out with guys. It's just, like, I've never been, like, a girl's girl, mm-hmm. you know? I, I always have struggled with female friendships, Um yeah I've always struggled with female friendships it's just been like a thing but it's and so it sucks that I can't be friends with straight men because they're often because either they think I either they think I want to fuck them and they're like I don't want to fuck her I'm like I'm not trying to fuck you <laughs> like you know there's even if this, you like,
1: like yeah even if you say like you don't want to fuck them it's like oh do they really mean that yeah. they're just being like flirt like no, that's or, actually what I mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or the you know the whole problem with like the friend zone, you know yeah. what I mean, or something like that. And I'm just like, no, I just, I don't know.
1: It is an interesting mm-hmm. line because there you can be friends with someone, but also have sexual chem and like hook up. Yeah. Which is so interesting to me. Wow. Because, oh, well, I mean, it, it's very, I would say it's more common in the gay community. I don't know how, how the straights operate, if that's possible. Or, or I'm sure they like to do mm-hmm. that. But like, like Matt or partners I've had in the past have like, that's how they make a lot of their friends is you hook up and okay, okay, we have a lot of similarities. Like, let's be buds. Yeah. And then might continue to hook up, uh, which is, was hard for me to wrap my head around. But I guess yeah. I could kind of get down with that. Yeah but it's also, I don't know, I would think it's a little trickier to navigate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think with the straights, we call it friends with benefits. Um, and there's this, like, glorifying thing in society and movies that actually we're secretly yes. with each other we eventually, like, you know, all yes. the Justin Timberlake, Ashton Kutcher yes. movies. It, it's the all same, all the same movie. thing. Like, <laughs> same movie over and over again. So I've only ever been sexually involved with one of my friends. And him and I started out dating, and being in, like, like a, we weren't having actual intercourse with like doing sexual things and then we didn't talk for a while and then we did have sex and I've I'm, I'm, I'm known him for 24 years now and we've always just been cool you know when we're in relationships we're just friends and when we're not maybe we hook up Um, but there's still a level of intimacy that I can't give him because I can't be sexually involved with him and be vulnerable with him because then it will be feelings involved
1: so you're like holding yourself back on purpose
0: yeah i have to because i can't. otherwise you'll catch feelings yeah otherwise it otherwise the situation will become more than just a friends with benefits that's so
1: interesting yeah. what well, would oh so many questions doesn't that mean like you already or This what I'm telling myself is like you sort of have a th- thing already and you're keeping yourself from
0: that? Um
1: just by my like being vulnerable with him doesn't keep the feelings. Not I mean there.
0: it does though. I think
1: It doesn't allow you to connect. Because on I'm a deeper vulnerable
0: level. To, with you. Yeah. I would say I love you as a friend. I love yeah, you too. I love you. But there's no sexual desire. I mean, I'm sorry. I hope Damn. I hope I'm not like hurting your feelings. Sorry. <laughs> no, like I don't want <laughs> <fuck, laughs> to. Like kidding. I don't want to fuck you. But I don't want to fuck <laughs> any of my friends of any gender. Yes. Um, and it's something different because it's like for me two different types of vulnerability. Right. It's kind of like mm. the triangle of love, Sternberg's triangle of love. Right. Which Ooh, is like, I don't
1: know that. Um, oh, it's like... You're... Yeah, there's the different yeah. types. What are they? And the two
0: together, what? they are romantic love, sexual love, and platonic love, right? And so if you have, like, romantic and platonic, it's one thing. Yes. You know, it's like the two... Th- I... Hi, I am a doctor, and I can't remember this theory right now, but... You <laughs> we know don't what? remember the
1: little... Yeah. That's why we have books. It's my
0: perimenopause. Listen, um, <laughs> I've done, like, workshops on it. That's embarrassing for me. But, yeah, I don't know. I just can't... Like, and he always wants he also wants me to open up more sexually and I can't because with more sexual Mm. opening up, more sexual vulnerability is attached to my emotional vulnerability. And so, yeah, it's like, I can't, there are two different types of vulnerability for me. And
1: like platonic and romantic.
0: There's like my sexual vulnerability and my like romantic vulnerability. Mm. My, intimacy about like feelings and things and I struggle with their together. Mm. That's it's like too much. It's like too intense to have both together. I can do one of them or the other one. Because it means you care a lot. Yeah, I can't. Oof It's like (laughs) too it's so intense for me. Damn. And so I very like I do not have sex with my friends. Of any gender. Oh, like, can. you know, I, even, like, I know people that are, like, hook up with, like, you know, like, they're bi or they're lesbian. They might hook up with, and they're like, oh whatever. I'm like, no. It's
1: so casual and, like, I can, NBD. No.
0: <laughs> I have to keep them so separate. It's just too much.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. It's, I think I feel that way with certain friends. Like, you are just a friend. And there's other ones I'd be like, ooh, mm-hmm. maybe... Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely crave. Uh, maybe intimacy is not the right word because like how deep is intimacy? But like if I'm hooking up with someone, if I like want to know,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I think that gives. But like you said, I think that sometimes gives the wrong idea as well because when you are vulnerable or share a lot or ask questions or dig deep, I think tendency is people think you're interested a little mm-hmm. more like no i just want to get to know you yeah who am i touching yeah. <laughs> who am i bumping with you know yeah. that's hot to me i like to know yeah. more well
0: when i think about like my longest relationship and my relationship that was like the most meaningful in my life we did have both of those things like he was like my best friend we had so much fun like him and i would go clubbing together and have like the best night Mm. like he was a friend but then we also had this amazing sexual chemistry and sexual intimacy um and i don't think i've had that i think that's the only person i've had that type of relationship with maybe my first love as well but in the i would say my first love as well but like we weren't very experienced in sex. It was all like oh, figuring it out. Penis is in me. What does this mean? It was like you know. It was like uh, uh. Uh, so. It, it, it was just like too early in my my sexual experiences to like have that the same. Mm-hmm. But with this other person, you know, I, that's really much the only time I've had had, and maybe even allowed those things to coexist. But we were also together for like four and a half years.
1: It's a long time.
0: Uh, yeah. And I like that. I would like to have that, uh-huh, but I think my my traumas and my things now definitely like hold me back from that. Um, that's okay I'm working through it.
1: Dating is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. it's hard, and like, I don't know, unless you have an endless dating pool it's also, it's exhausting, it can be expensive, emotionally tolling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think finding compatibility, like, true compatibility is really fucking hard. There's so many things that can be great, and then it's, like, one thing is off, and you're, like, okay, like, am I compromising, or, like, is this something I'm cool with? And I think sexual compatibility can be really hard. Everybody has yeah. different strokes, like, things they like. Yeah. Like, like even if you, are like, love, like, kissing... If they don't know how to kiss, it's a fucking uh, deal breaker. Like if you if uh, you want to kiss, you're like, this is great. A
0: bad kisser. Don't Ugh.
1: oh, leading with the tongue. Oh my god. Little lizard. So <laughs> I. How many of those have we had? I <laughs> Could write a fucking book.
0: I dated this one guy. <laughs> the same tall guy with the light bulb. Oh,
1: light bulb man.
0: This is how I knew we had to break it. Well, he <laughs> was a great guy. Great guy. <laughs> I can say nothing bad about him.
1: And... <laughs> I
0: had no sexual chemistry with him. I don't oh, not yeah. had the same level of sexual desire or what have you. This is how I knew we had to break up. We're watching <laughs> The Notebook. You know The Notebook. Yeah, of course. You know the scene where they're like... Where they finally get together and they're kissing and it's so, like, passionate? Yeah. We're watching that movie. That part comes on. In my head, I'm thinking, God, I haven't been kissed like that in a long time. Because he doesn't kiss like that. So... That's what's hap- That's my inner dialogue as we're watching that. It's like I'm craving that, and he out loud says, "No one actually kisses like that." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, this isn't gonna work out."
1: He's <laughs> like, "Oh shit!"
0: Because the majority of my sexual relationships were very passionate because I am a sexual being. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not the kind of I'm not like, "Ooh, I have a headache." I'm like, "I have a headache. Let's get it on." Like, I'm like, damn. Like when I'm in a relationship and I'm into someone, I'm like multiple times a day i'm like whoo like let's do it and so for that to be flipped in that relationship he's like no one ever kisses like that i'm all yeah this is gonna
1: happen yeah, yeah. finding that is hard yeah and especially in the beginning too things are hot and heavy in the beginning and then they usually like level out to some degree
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then it's like oh shit was i just like super horny in the beginning for me I'm always usually like very sexually active because I know I can like, (laughs) I don't want to say trap, but like men like that and I like sex too, but it's not like my deal breaker. So I'm usually like very heavy on the sex in the beginning and then it fizzles out and like there's been times in relationships where they're like, why don't you want to have sex as much as we did in the beginning? And I'm like... Like that's oh, really? not, that's not sustainable for me. No. <laughs> it's almost like a, I don't want to say an entrapment thing, but like it's new, it's fun, it's exciting. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, now I have security and I think that changes things within me. I've worked on that.
0: Wow. Yeah. We're very different. Though. Like, like I,
1: you want sex all the time. Yeah. Damn. That's how mad is. Yeah. I manipulate him. <laughs>
0: I haven't, yeah, I just, uh, but I, it's funny, I say that, but also I haven't been in a relationship for quite some time, nor have I been sexually active, really, at all, <laughs> because I, lately, I think, but that's because of, like, medical issues There's a lot of stuff. shit going yeah. on, yeah. I'm like, everyone out of me. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, like, literally, I'm, No like, am everyone get out of me, <laughs> because I've had so many, like, doctors, it's like, you know, you have all the doctor things, and the only people in your vagina is your GYN, and it's not comfortable and having like procedures yeah like just everyone out of me i don't want mm. you know i've had all my breath i've all the biopsy i was like no everyone out like kind of like in a cocoon you know so i'm hoping that ends soon that i start because <laughs> i could go for some like,
1: <laughs> i have some romance i could go <laughs> for
0: some kissing and some like pa- cuddles <sighs> yes cuddles are nice to a point I don't like too much cuddling because then I start sweating and I'm Same. like oh my god get, get off me, off me. I don't
1: <laughs> how much of your dating experience or like romance has like just kind of happened versus like you've had to like put in work to like finding someone
0: just happened I hate putting in work I don't do the apps because it's so fucking tedious and stupid I get that. yeah it's been just like has just happened yeah I that's how I prefer it
1: it's fun when it's that way. Yeah. It's so Well, much- I
0: think... I have friends that are so serious about dating, and they have, like, a strategy on the dating apps, and they have, like, procedures for their dating, and questions they ask. It's, like, a whole thing, because
1: mm-mm, they've been, mm-mm. like, wanting to
0: get married or finding part. Like, that's their goal. Which is
1: about... Yeah, it's the same shit.
0: Because... So then that's not my goal? Yeah. So for me, it's like... Like, I'm... Co- I hope I miss my next partner i'm just waiting for he's in the grocery store and we're both looking at the same like fucking tomatoes or something
1: see to me that that feels unrealistic to me now like that feels like oh oh my god like does that even happen anymore yeah because no one wants to put in work because it's exhausting and it's you get rejected all the time it's like there has to be some sort of like what am i doing Con. do you feel like that or are you kind of just like no nope, it's gonna happen
0: yeah i just like,
1: <laughs> it's also not top priority for yeah, you at this yeah yeah me for having sure.
0: a relationship and dating is not in my top priority
1: if it happens it happens yeah i love that not saying
0: i don't want it to happen like yeah it's been a while since i've been in a relationship That would be nice to have some have some intimacy I, you know, I like the feeling when you like someone the, the stomach feelings and the all mm. Mm. or that you're excited they're calling you or you're gonna hang out yes and you're comfortable with them and then there's also like sex stuff which is fun uh, like I like all of that yeah but it's not in my top priority cause I just got some other shit to deal with um
1: it's a time suck like do we yeah. have time I really have time for myself at this point
0: yeah I don't wanna waste time going on dates with someone just cause I Matched with them on some app and i texted with them a few times i can text with anyone (laughs) you know like but
1: also getting to that point like the bullshit back and forth half the time it's like wasted and it's like for what why did i do this and i have to start over with another twink or something
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i just like you know i know if i'm going to be interested in someone in the first five seconds
1: in person or in online? Person. Okay, in yeah, I feel the so same. So I
0: don't need, I don't want to. I just, you know, we're right at the grocery store. I'll be like, mm, yeah. Like for example, I was just staying in this Airbnb, and I told you the property manager. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Now that's a person. <laughs> but I, you know, I I was. Did you do anything or try? No, because I was on my period, and also oh. I was leaving. It just wasn't the right circumstance. You, However. If I, when I come back to New York, I'm going to rent that same place, and <laughs> I have a little plan. Little bend
1: and snap, yeah. Little legally I have a little blonde.
0: Plan. Well, we already chatted it up a bit, so. I oh my that. god. Um,
1: Maybe I'll give you a discount. Even more important than the dick. <laughs> <laughs> save me some money. All right.
0: So, um, but yeah, I just because I'm not like like I'm not held down to the. <clears throat> also, for women and for women that want to have children. There is a timeline, yes. right, biologically.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially for women that don't have the the monetary means to, like, freeze their eggs or something, right? So I'm not on that timeline because I don't want children. So it's another thing that I don't have to stress. Yes. I feel like so many women, that is a top priority because they do want to have kids. There is a biological timeline. There is that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very freeing to not have that pressure for me. So and it sucks that biology is a hindrance or a a may force people to make decisions that they might not actually make if the biological timeline wasn't there, right? Like I hear, you know, people freezing their eggs. I'm like, that is amazing. And also so many people don't have those
1: resources oh yeah nobody yeah the percentage of people doing that yeah yeah i've seen so many friends get into relationships because of that Mm -hmm. it's also interesting how to me how like different relationships bring different parts of yourself Mm. like i've had i have one friend who got married and they're like okay we're not gonna have any kids like that's just how it is and they didn't want to and then there was a divorce got with a new person and they have two kids I'm just like, oh, wow. damn, you're yeah. going to live your whole life. I don't know. That just seems like such a drastic yeah. difference. But I guess we are different parts of ourselves yeah. or we're willing to do different things for different people.
0: And, and I think we, we're we allowed to change our mind. Yeah. We don't want kids and we decide we do. I think in the back of my mind, that's always been something I've thought about. Like, ooh, what if I change my mind? Like oh, yeah? what if when I'm 60, I'm like, what if I wish I had kids? Adopt like, one. Yeah, exactly. Like I have no <laughs> desire, but um, but I often think about that. I, the only thing about kids with me is that I think it's such a cool thing my body can do mm. potentially. I don't. I've never been pregnant, so I'm assuming that I can get pregnant. But like, maybe not anymore because of my age. But it's not about necessarily having the kid. But like, that's fucking cool that my body could potentially create another fucking person. That comes out of me, like when you really think about it, that's fucking wild. So, like for me, it's more about like not having an experience of doing something that my body can actually do. Mm. With, but not necessarily. But like then it's like you're, then it's like okay, day one to like the rest of that person's life. (laughs) That's the stuff I'm not interested in. Can't handle that. But um, yeah. How cool that my body could do that. That is wild. That's, it's fucking rad when you think about it is the human body. It is the how coolest we thing. Recreate. Like, it's... What? It,
1: it makes no sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you put a part of your body in a part of my body, and a little tiny thing goes in there and meets another little tiny thing, and then nine-ish months later, another human.
1: I think it's just weird how people, like, figured out to do it just, like, intuitively. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're just... Like, if we were the first people here, like... How did we figure out that that's what we were supposed to fucking do? It's well, just, like, wired in there. Horniness There's yeah.
0: a reason we get horny. Now, it, it plays out in different ways in our modern world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, animals do it, too. They're not, you know, it's the same thing. Like, the the horniness and the pleasure is all there for a purpose. Because we may not have had the science, but we knew we needed something. You know, you, you never get so horny, you're like, I need, I have, like, I... And you have to like jerk off or, <laughs> or something, right? Like, yeah. I can you. But like, sometimes I'm like, oh no, I can't. There's the same, it's like our body saying, like, it's tell, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, like, people talk about how do you know your cycle? I'm like, I can tell when I'm ovulating just because of the, I have sex dreams. That's my so body telling me, like, it's time. Like, I don't know why people are so, like, surprised.
1: Wow. So you, yeah, I wonder if most people who menstruate, like, no cycle that well mm-hmm. or they pay attention yeah it's so interesting yeah i totally
0: know when i'm ovulating well a i can feel it i get like a little ping like a little i i can just i like feel like i physically feel something when i'm ovulating oh my god like a little tiny cramp but not during my period and i always less so now as i'm getting older But especially when I was younger, I would always have sex dreams or be very horny. So
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: And that's the worst because then you want it so bad, but then you also know, this is what I'm going to get pregnant. So you have to be like extra careful.
1: Yeah. There's your birth control. Yeah. Oh, I I love a good sex dream. I feel like I always have nightmares.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When you have, okay, when you do have, or if you have sex dreams, like when I have sex dreams, the person I'm having sex with Never really has a face. Hmm. Like, it's not like I'm, I mean, every once in a while I've had sex with an actual person in my dream, but it's usually someone that I don't want to be having sex with in real life. And it's like, oh. <laughs> but the majority of sex dreams that I have are, like, with a faceless human.
1: Dreams are so weird.
0: Yeah, what about you? Do you have, like, if you... Do you have sex dreams, A? B, are they about specific people?
1: It's... Yeah, mine's more about, like, specific people, I think. I don't even remember the act of, like... I don't even know if it is the act of actually, like, doing anything. It's more about, like, the the connection, I think, with that person. Mm. If that makes sense. Or, like, me maybe thinking about us doing this thing. Like, flirting and stuff. Mm. I can't even remember if I've ever actually had one where we're... I'm, like, actually, like, fucking... Oh, uh, but, yeah. yeah, it's hot to think about. Yeah. Ooh, fantasies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love a good sex dream, but it always you always wake up. Just, <laughs> well, I always wake up just before I come. And then I wake up, I'm like, oh, I was so close. Back,
1: let me go back to and bed. And then once
0: I wake up, I'm just mad, and then it's just over. I'm like, Ugh, never mind.
1: <laughs> Lola, time for a wh- <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ugh bodies are cool and I wish we had a culture that focused more on listening to our bodies than to societal Mm. standards. I'm trying to do that and I think that comes with like age and wisdom and like you know but I wish our culture in general focused more on listening to our bodies and paying attention than all this other bullshit.
1: Yeah, we talk, we're taught to ignore every fucking thing. You're tired, we're still going to stay up. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. You're That's what I think of the most, because I always want to... Or, like, you want to stay in, but you go out. Just to be social. Right. Just listen to yourself. You're hungry, eat. You're not... Yeah. Don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's definitely challenging.
0: Yeah. Imagine if we just lived in a... Imagine if we only lived for pleasure. Because I don't think we live in a world that's about pleasure. I think we live in a world that's about deprivation. All different kinds. But imagine if we lived our lives in a way that we only did things that were pleasurable in all the ways it could be. How different would we be as humans?
1: I would love that. I feel like I'm working on building that life. Awesome. Yeah. I wish I had a little more money to do that, but... (laughs) Right. You got to work a little bit and do some stuff so you can have the fun. Yeah. But yeah, we're, like, even, like, indulging, I guess is the word. Mm -hmm. Like, feeling guilt for, like, spending money on doing something nice that makes you feel good. Yeah. Like, getting your nails done or, I don't know, like, a nice meal.
0: Well, even the word "indulging" in the English language, anyway, has like a negative undertone. Yeah. Like you've done too much.
1: Yeah. Allow yourself to indulge.
0: Yeah, but like, it sounds like why wouldn't we indulge? Like, we're you know, what's the point of life? To sit here and get a paycheck and no. If and especially I don't I don't know you know what everyone believes in. But what do we believe our purpose is here, whether it's from God, Allah, like what is the whole, it's not to sit down here and be miserable and hate ourselves. Like, no, it's not
1: what A lot it of is. people never get there either. Mm-hmm. It's just like motions, motions, motions. Yeah. I f- yeah. Do you feel like you're living a life that makes you happy?
0: Most of the time. I think the last you know the last three years has been a struggle for me uh just like the physical health stuff that affected my mental health so that's been tough but in general i i love the life that i lead i go where i want to go i do what i want to do i i live for me um so yeah, I, I do feel like I live my my life that way. Not hundred percent of the time, right? i I still have responsibilities, you still know. Gotta do I shit. still have to make money to do this thing because that's the way our world works. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I like the life I lead. I don't like that's have huge. like regrets about my life. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I feel the
1: same. Obviously there's things I wish I could tweak, but like I feel happy, I feel purposeful with I used to think work was everything. I feel like I have a healthier relationship with that now. And like, I do things that bring me joy a lot, which feels so good. Yeah. Makes me feel happy. The people I keep in my life or choose to engage with make me happy. The things I, not indulge, watch, read are like interesting and stimulating. Going places I want to go. Yeah. Life is good. Love it.
0: Yay, go us. Mm. Love it. Ah, oh, and we gotta sit here and talk about this together. Oh my god. Person. I
1: loved good. this so much. This I was know. so much better. Yeah. Not that our other ones aren't good, but yeah. this was so much. So good. The vibe is completely different.
0: Yeah. I think that everyone share the podcast out with everyone you know so we can get a big <laughs> podcast deal. And have, like, a space to do this, right? Because imagine our podcast space. So we'd be in, like, a comfy little couches. We'd be just, like, cozy. I'd you know? definitely
1: be drinking. Yeah, would we could I do be an, drinking? We could do an episode where we're high, too. That would be fun. Mm. <laughs> I would be such a nightmare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think I want to do that. Well, maybe we could do... We could try it.
1: And decide if we want to post it.
0: Yeah, and decide if we want to post
1: it. I would it. be a nightmare. I'd be so
0: anxious. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> but it sounds fun this
1: was fun I love it was it. fun
0: yeah well folks we hope you enjoyed being with us talking about love and relationships this valentine season and we hope you all just find love for yourself and do the things live your life in in ways that bring you pleasure
1: pleasure-centered loving yes yeah thanks for listening to us today
0: yeah Bye, y'all. See you next time. Bye. Sunset in the city. Peace.